let's go then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hello and welcome to It's in the Genes podcast, a podcast by the Digital Gene. My name is Declan. And I'm Sharon. And we're a mum and son duo and directors from the Digital Gene. Today we'll be discussing um, what's going on in our lives at the moment and then go on to some digital techie, all sorts of topics. Um, Bond films, the Netflix algorithm, how the EU wants all phones to have the same charger. Mum wants to speak about 100-year-old fashioned icons collab with H&M. Uh, she wants to do a homage to Sir Clive Sinclair. And then it is Mum's first go at the business highlights section. And for this episode, she has picked Snap Tanks. Hello. Hello. How art thou? Pardon? <laughs> I said, how art thou? I'm good, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying. I was trying to think what I'd been up to in these two weeks, so I um, managed to get fuel okay for our weekend away this weekend. So that's, but that's gone mad, hasn't it, everyone? Well, it seems to be bad for you in a large city. It's not not hasn't been the same for us here. Oh yeah, well I had to go to three garages, but I got it eventually. So let's Um, not go there and add fuel to that fire. What fuel? To what fire? Talking Where's about fire? it on media. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh, oh, are we gonna? Are we gonna add to the fuel crisis? Like with how many people? Adding fuel to, to the fire by talking about it in the media because yeah, all those in the media. Who, all so those funny. people who listen to this podcast be like, so we won't add to that. Oh god, I love it. it's like we're BBC breakfast or something. Don't talk about an it. An offshoot. An offshoot. Um. I did a Lord of the Rings marathon at the cinema this Sunday, which was really cool. Um, I didn't end up going to Birmingham Pride because I couldn't be bothered. Um, yeah, but you were ill the next day because of that marathon. I had a headache on the morning, Mum. Don't want to say I told you so. You didn't tell me? Well, I did tell you on the morning the reason why you, you would have the headache. Yeah, because I did, did get to see them on the IMAX screen and... It was pretty amazing. How how large is that screen? Um, I don't know actually. I can't. I'll it's a big a one. It's a big one, anyway, isn't it? So you were staring. I'm not saying you were staring at that for the full twelve hours, but maybe ten and ten and a half hours, eleven hours of that twelve hour marathon. Yeah, it's twenty four meters by fourteen meters. So it's not. It's not really rocket science to hazard a guess that you had a bad head the next day. Yeah. Well, I'm seeing Bond on there tonight, which I can't wait for. So Is that on the um, IMAX as well? Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. Yeah. Um. So seeing that Why tonight, don't we have anything like that here? I know. Seeing that tonight, but... Sorry, I'll just have a bit of my cup of tea. I, was, I, noticed, I, that cu- I noticed that cup you've 
of did I give you that? Have you stolen that from home? Because well, I kind of it's emblazoned it with a very large said, S on it, which yeah, because I said I liked, it. I wanted a teacup where it was massive, and this is massive. So. so, so as I do with everything, take it, Declan, take it. So, but yeah, but I tweeted yesterday saying that going to see Bond is still a bit weird because it was the first film that got pushed back due to COVID. Yeah, because it must have been very early on in the lockdown that that happened. It was meant to come out in April 2020. So obviously when things started to go a bit wrong, they pushed, mm. they re- removed its release date. Um, and I just thought it, it it kind of feels like a bit of a come full circle moment that I'm finally getting to, to see it. So the phoenix out of the ashes, is that is that somehow sort of resemblant of that we're coming out of all of that now that that's back yeah it feels like it yeah um but let's hope eh? have you seen all the rumors of who the next bond is going to be no i don't spend as much time on twitter as you well yeah but but you're always on social media so i don't know i don't don't, don't i don't think i don't think everything filters through as quickly as it does if you're on twitter all the newsy stuff all right. Well, I just find some people's predictions is just so far off. I saw Tom Hardy, who I think would be rubbish. I think he'd be rubbish as well. I think Idris Elba would have been good, but I think he's too old now. Oh, I would. He's have not old. Idris. He's not old, but Daniel Craig's done it for so long now. I think Idris Elba oh, should have started I'd, ages ago. I'd love Idris as it. I think I think, now, I think even at at his age now for a bond, I still think he'd be cool as AF. Well, everyone, my personal preference, I think, is that actor from Bridgerton. Oh right, okay. Is it Red Reggie John Page? Yeah, he's got an unusual name, but he's he's a he's a Londoner, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um and I just think he's quite young. He's got the the suave, the got you the know, swag. Yeah. Um and someone mentioned James Norton, who I always thought would be quite good. I thought you said Graham Norton. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were all on Graham Norton on Friday. Did you I see? know I still haven't watched that. No, no, no. I never know it's coming back. You kind of just think, oh, there it is on iPhone. I know you said to I me, Did go... you see Graham Norton? And I was like, yeah. No, I had no clue it was back. Yeah. I need to catch. I need to catch it up. And then Henry Cavill as well, but I think I don't think Henry Cavill's good enough for Bond, to be honest. Um, oh, but it, he was he was good in that other movie that the Mission. Impossible. He was good in Mission Impossible, but I thought, oh, would he be good as a Bond villain? Then instead, but I don't, God knows what direction. I can't be picture him. I can't. He's got a lot of the right attributes as Henry, but. I can't picture him as Bond. I think you're right. He would be a really, really class villain. Mm. I don't know who yeah. I would choose. I was rooting for Idris for ages and it never happened. And like you said, it doesn't... Are people throwing his name into the ring again? Or... Well, people are, people are saying the boat's probably sailed on him, though. Still. Oh, it's such a um... shame because I thought I think it was just a role meant for him. Wasn't that, isn't that... 
Isn't that awful when you think something past... I mean, he probably doesn't think it, or maybe he does, but if there's something that is just so close yet so far that passes you by in your career, I think we can all... I think we can all sort of relate to that. Mm. Yeah. Maybe have you, you seen not all the... yet. You can't because you're only 27, but, you know, there comes a time when you think, oh, that boat sailed. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But there's plenty of other roles these days. It's not... Well, there always has been for older men in Hollywood, but I think it's getting better for, for older women. Older, I don't mean... I think older women are having a bit of a moment, aren't they, the last two years yeah. or so? Yeah. Yeah. But my money's on Roger. I don't know if it's right. I think it's Roger Jean Page um, from Bridgerton. Because um, he's not even in this second season of Bridgerton either, apparently. Um, not that they've said they're not going to start casting. Till How can he not anyway. be in the second one? He was one of the main the characters. In the fir- the, instead of him, it was like he was the main focus of the first one, finding him a, a, a wife. And apparently the second one's going to focus on that. That her brother was it with the big sideburns. Oh right, okay. Um, yeah. Although they're not starting casting apparently till next year, but um, and Dev Patel as well, which I think he would be quite good. But oh, I love I've Dev seen, Patel. I've seen all those headlines about. Oh, it's like oh, it's just stupid. I just watched him doing... in something recently, Dev Patel, and I can't remember what it is. Did you watch? You watched the Green Knight in the end, then. Oh, that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah I watched The Green Knight. Oh, can we talk about that? <laughs> Go, well, you can because I've well, not you, seen it. Yeah, I mean, you haven't asked me uh, how I am or what I've been doing. I haven't got to it yet, but I've oh, got it. Oh, you're still so full I... of yourself at the minute. Okay. Go on then. Well, The no, Green Knight, for the purpose of it. the audience. Um, Your brother said, oh, it's really slow and it doesn't speed up any. And uh, But it came on was it Netflix? Did it come on Netflix? Amazon. Amazon. Um, and so your dad and I decided to give it a go on Saturday evening. Um, and yeah, it was slow. And honestly, I felt like I was tripping. I was like, what is this about? There is so much symbolism and, how do you say it, iconography in it. So I said to your dad, just pause it a minute because I'm I'm going to Google. I'm going to Google about this Green Knight, who he is and whatever. So we did a little bit of research about him, and obviously he—I think it was—he was a nephew of King Arthur, one of the knights of the Round Table. Um, and so once you had a little bit of background, and maybe other people going into it would have already had that background because they would have been a big fan, and that's why they would have been watching it. But you know me, I like—I I like all of that sort of like fantasy type stuff anyway, don't I? So. I'll I'll give it a go regardless. But once I had a little bit of background knowledge, it all really started to make sense. Um, and I really enjoyed it. Wasn't too fussed on the end in mind, but I get I guess why it ended like that. And I won't spoil it for anybody who may be watching it. Um, no, because I, I want to see it as well, actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, your dad and I, once we had that bit of background knowledge, we were like, oh, right, right. Yeah, 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 I get it now. So we stuck with it. It was quite a long movie, quite a long yeah. movie. Um, but actually, I I, seeing, but doesn't it have like different stories? Doesn't it? Isn't it like it flips backwards it... and forwards? You know, one of those ones where one minute you you you're you're in that story, and then it flips back to another time, and then it comes back in. So you really got to keep on your toes about. Oh, hang on a minute. So now that's from when he was there, or oh, and now he's back here. There's a lot of that going on. Um, mm. 
And sometimes that's really that really unsettles an audience, doesn't it? Because they can't keep up. It's one of those movies that you could probably watch over and over again and you'd see something different every time. You'd get something else from it. So actually, off the back of that, I really enjoyed it. If you just watched it without really having any clue about the story that it is trying to tell, I think, yeah, a weird one. But once you have a little bit of background knowledge, that's what I'd recommend. Read up a little bit on who the Green Knight is and then the movie will make lots of sense, even though it still is quite trippy. Is that, is I know that, the story is that a good review? Behind is that a good review I know for the you? story. It's like, like somebody kills the Green Knight and they get given his powers and then in a year they have to die, potentially. Sort of. Yeah. 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 Well that's the that's the premise, I think. But yeah. But it is yeah. it is worth a watch. But just give yourself a little heads up by reading up a little bit about who the Green Knight actually was right right and um, then before we get into some like actual defined topics so do you have anything else oh you're coming to me now are you so what have i, I been up coming... to obviously yeah. you came home you came home for a, a, a long weekend didn't you since the last actually when we recorded oh, yeah. the last when we recorded the last podcast you were just about to come home the next day weren't you yeah um and we had a nice trip out didn't we? we went to saltburn on the train and had a um a good time eating and drinking in in uh everything that saltburn has to offer yeah um we didn't actually get down to the front did we in the end yeah we did did we i can't remember oh we walked down the hill walked back yeah. up and then had a had a um a drink at the hotel on the bank there mm-hmm. yeah i mean we didn't we didn't you have a lemon top I didn't, because I had had a dessert at the restaurant. Oh, as you always do. (laughs) Um, So what else have I been doing? Um, Finishing off house renovations, pulling my hair out, waiting for carpet. Lots of work, really, you know, head down with work projects. Um, What have I been up to other than that? I don't know. I can't really think of anything. I don't think I've been out. Out, out. Um, you have. I'm I have you out with the weekend, just gone. Oh, I met a friend for lunch on Saturday. And you went um, to see Duran Duran. Oh, of course. You see, I forget because because that was all happening just as we were recording mm. the last episode. I forget that that's actually happened in the last two weeks. Yes, I went to see Duran Duran at Scarborough Open Air Theatre and they were fantastic. How could I forget? And they were actually on that concert at the weekend on TV, so that that sort of made made my weekend. Oh, as well. that global citizen thing. Yes, I, yeah. I didn't know, but I didn't know what was that was. Didn't know that but... was happening. Didn't even know that was a thing until I think we'd stopped. We were watching something, and that popped up. Oh, but talking about TV, I can't let the podcast pass and not talk about Strictly. Oh yeah. Oh, I was crying over Strictly. Two reasons. First, Strictly has that warm, fuzzy feeling of like you're putting yourself on the sofa. Well, actually, you do actually put yourself on the sofa, but it has that feeling of wrapping you up in a big snuggy blanket and making you feel like everything's okay. Yeah. You know, when everything, all the crap that's been going on in the world, when that's back, you just feel like, ah, normality has resumed. Don't you? 
Mm-hmm. I just, it, it just gives me that feeling. And then, I don't ask me the names. You'll be able to tell me the names. The two same-sex guys, like... John and Joe ha- John Joe and Joe Hannes. Joe Hannes, yeah. Um, absolutely knocking down those boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel emotional now talking about it. I actually got really tearful watching them because not only were they fantastic for week one, weren't they? I mean, there was so, so much good. great stuff across across the whole, you know, across the whole show, wasn't they? How good some mm-hmm. people were just for week ones. It, yeah. it, it always surprises me how some people actually knock it out of the park. And actually, on the um, on the launch show, I'd been laughing at Greg Wise, who I absolutely adore as an actor, Emma Thompson's husband, laughing at him on the launch show, saying, oh, he's going to be the... the the dad dancer of the show, and actually how much he'd picked up since then. He was actually really, really good. So there was that. There was so many people that were good, but those two guys, I sat on the sofa there, and the tears were in my eyes because not only were they good, but obviously the boundaries that they are knocking down. And to think that, you know, that's primetime TV and this is happening now. And I was tearful. And your dad goes to me, you're going to be ringing Declan in a minute, aren't you? And I mean, I didn't ring you, but I think I, we were on the family WhatsApp, weren't we, chatting about the different things. And we sit there, don't we, like as if, you know, we are champion ballroom dancers critiquing. Um, yeah. I, I guess all those millions of households who are literally like an episode of Gogglebox, aren't they, with those shows? Mm-hmm. And yeah, it really, it got me. It got me. I thought they were fab. So They were good, like so yeah. good. They were really good. And then to top it all, Married at First Sight this week, I shared on my Insta stories last night the same-sex couple who have renewed the vows on that at the end of the show and, you know, just really going for it and thinking, oh, I really want them to, you know, for this to continue and for them to be happy because, yeah, just really pulls on my heartstrings. And obviously that's being the parent of, of um, you know, of a gay child yourself, isn't it? That's how it has that effect on you. Um, so yeah, it means I a lot. So. It means a lot to me to see that represented because I know then how that must make you feel because you can see yourself in other people's stories. The thing is, it it's a mixed feeling because it's good to see, but it it almost it also makes me sad in a way because I wish it had come. 10, 15 years before it did. Cause I get that. I get that. To have, to have seen things like that at really important stages of your life and to be represented when it felt important to you. Yes. Like, I think that would have changed. Yeah, but you have the... to think, look what it's doing for those kids who who were like you now. No, I know. I do. I do. I just think it's a shame that um, didn't, my generation didn't get that. But um, but you, no, you, you laugh, don't you? Because you... you I often think I relate to the other side of the coin when you were at that um, concert recently and that woman got up and had a kick-off with some of the security. And you oh, just think, yeah. oh, there's the real person. You've come mm. to see somebody gay in a concert on a show, but, like, that's the real you. Mm. Um, so, the, yeah, there's, there's, there's still lots of barriers to, to climb over, but I just think that was amazing. And, if nothing else, oh, how sexy did they look? Mm, you know, you were saying you were saying that as a as a gay man, but even me thinking, wow, they're sexy. It was, it was ju- just the whole dance was just 
everything about it was brilliant. Just, yeah, you can, just you, sexy you know, just, as. <laughs> just as when you when you see you know a, a man and a woman dancing, traditionally that's what we've always seen, isn't it? Just mm. as you can look at them and appraise them and think how sexy they looked and how hot they looked, you can do that regardless of who's dancing, can't you? Mm. And yeah. yeah, it just it it was a big moment for me as your mum. Cool. So that's it. So now we're looking forward to a family weekend together, aren't we? Another one. Yeah. Yeah. You're sick of the sight of you, so. <laughs> that'll, be never... that'll be it till Christmas. Is that what you're saying? Never... Well, actually, I was looking at my calendar and I thought it could well be. Um... That's fine. All the more to want to see you. That's fine. Yeah. But yes, we're off to uh, stay in a cottage for four days, aren't we? In a place called Sands End, which for those who aren't local to us is near Whitby. Everybody knows Whitby, don't they? Mm-hmm. Um, we've got some nice uh, restaurants booked for food, starting with lunch on Friday afternoon when we arrive. So very, very excited. Excited okay, to play so... board games and drink wine and watch Strictly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> automation help your business we help businesses digitize what were once clunky paper-driven processes wasting both their time and their money digital automation can improve every single touch point within your back office administration get in touch if you'd like to find out how we can automate your business the digital gene helping businesses evolve Right, let's 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 move on. Let's move let's on. Let's move on. Okay. Right. So I wanted to um, just quickly mention. I know in the last episode I spoke about Leeds Digital Fest, um, but I went to a really cool online event, and it was all about the climate, like the carbon footprint of your website and different. Well, it wasn't just about websites; it was also about other bits and pieces about your footprint to do with tech um but what was quite refreshing to hear um was that basically if your website is done to best practice so done all the to. kind of you mean built <laughs> done no, to i don't mean that i don't mean built no what do you mean i probably said it wrong but i don't mean built with built but best practice no that's not the word i'm looking for but anyway it's not important <laughs> um they basically, if you tick off all of those like ranking factors and all those kind of different things, it also goes in hand with probably that your site will have a lower carbon footprint. Um, you know, good clean code, less plugins, up to date plugins, image size. Um, so all those things that go in with what how you how you rank and good for SEO and all those different things also helps reduce the carbon footprint of your um, website. You can go on websitecarbon.com and you can run your site through 
and see what what it gets. The digital gene was 73% cleaner than all the other web pages that were tested. Every time somebody visits our web page on our website, it produces 0.43 grams of CO2. And like, I knew it would, but when you hear things like that, you just think everything does, doesn't it? Yeah, you do. You definitely do. Just everything, everything just produces because you think, oh, because it needs energy to load that web page. The only thing that we could improve on is there's a few hosting companies now that use green hosting, um, which means that their the power that they use has been generated by renewables. As um, as as we sort of use such a forward thinking hosting company, I'm sure that's something that they'll probably be thinking about. Mm. Um. Uh, yeah, it is interesting. I just don't think that you realise that everything ha- needs power <laughs> mm. when you're typing Which away. Sounds daft, though, doesn't it? It sounds daft when you say it, but yeah, I guess it's so... how how do we think the internet works? We don't actually realise that it's a that it's one great big enormous machine that needs mm. power to do everything. You don't really realise that, do you? No, no. Interesting. But, I'm glad to see that we came out so well. So am I, actually. Um, yeah. But no, it was in, it was it was interesting. So I just thought I'd mention that. So check your websites, guys. You can reduce your carbon footprint by um, cleaning up the act of your of your website. So what else? What was next? What was next? Let me have a look. Oh, the Netflix algorithm, right? I'm going to talk about this because obviously Netflix is a digital platform, and we didn't have it before. So now and again, Netflix just throw something on and they don't do any kind of marketing. Mm-hmm. Don't talk about it. It's like they'll have spent millions creating a show, but they'll just flick it on. Yeah. Yeah. I've noticed that. And sometimes something really bizarre happens and it some programs become a word of mouth hit. Do you know what program everyone seems to be watching at the minute? Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. No. Squid I'm... Game. Oh, yeah, I do know, but I haven't watched it. But, like, it's one of those shows that just didn't get served in algorithms at all. And obviously just a few people must have what found it and then told everyone how good it is and now it just everybody's talking about it. I watched everywhere. the trailer. I watched the trailer and I and I've well, saved, I watched the, I've saved I it. I watched the trailer because it's Korean, isn't it? Because yeah. um, I had a discussion with some of my friends saying would you watch it dubbed or with subtitles? What would you do? Subtitles. Yeah, I can't stand dubbed. When no, the mouse it takes too much of my attention say. away. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying. No. I feel like you're sort of in a time warp somehow. I don't like dubbed at all. No, I don't. I like to see the mouths moving with the sound. It really, yes. it's really off-putting. But no, yeah. I just thought they just drop these programs on now, and, and they either disappear into the ether, and hardly anybody's watched it, or they become. So that's obviously intentional. So... That's obviously intentional, isn't it? I don't even know. It would be would interesting be? to find out if it's intentional, if they're testing the things, you know, because they talk about the algorithms and the fact that, you know, that that little section you might also like or whatever it's called because you watch this, you know, you wonder 
how clever that is. Is it just down to keywords? Is it down to genres? You do wonder how clever that is, but I guess maybe they're actually testing their artificial, their own artificial intelligence. Couldn't yeah. they? Yeah. Could they? Yeah. It's, it's interesting, but yeah, I did. I did watch the. Um, it did pop up for me because you know sometimes when, like you say, when you just land on Netflix, I saw something last night, um, and I thought, oh, I don't remember putting that on my. You know, when it says it's coming to watch, and then you save it. I don't mm. remember putting that on on my saved list, um, but yeah, that popped up like that, very much like that, and watched the trailer and thought, ooh, gory, um, but actually saved it to my watch list and thought that's one I'll come back and revisit. But I have seen a few, just a few, one or two people talking about it on Instagram, saying they'd watched it. And um, what else was I going to say? And then Midnight Mass that we're hopefully going to binge watch over the weekend together <laughs> when we're away. It's only seven episodes when we can. We've saved. We've saved. We've. We, you told us we, I had to save that, didn't you, so that we could watch it well, together. Well, it's everyone. It'll be good. Yeah. Like who is Mike Flanagan, who did Haunting of Hill House and Bly Manor that everybody seemed to watch. I feel like nobody's watching Midnight Mass. Because I guess it was at a time, the others, when we were really heavily in lockdown. Haunted. Not the first one. The first one was normal time. Was that The Haunting of Hill House? Yeah, which was amazing. So I feel like everybody watched that. Not as many people watched the next one. Because it wasn't that good, really, was it? Bly well, it was Manor. all right in the end, yeah. Um, This one I've got big hopes for. Yeah, I have. Apparently it's um, amazing. So, Who said it's amazing? The reviews? So many people, yeah, who I've listened to. Throw, so throw a priest into the mix, a bit of Catholicism. Yeah. They're always going to be scary, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Um, right, let's move on, though. Um, I can't remember what was next. Oh, so just quickly, the EU wants all phones to have the same charger. Um mm. Which and Apple's been like, saying, oh, no, we can't have that. Yeah. Um, so they've said they want everyone to have a USB-C, um, which would be standard across devices. Um, I don't know if this is like the EU courts taking on big tech again. You know, they seem to now and again just... European consumers were frustrated long enough about incompatible charges piling up in their drawers. So but I wonder... It's just, I wonder why. You wonder why what? So, Apple are obviously really against it. Um, yeah, because they won't they be get, able to they make they lots of money. They get, yeah, they get sneaky now, because like when you buy a new phone, you don't get a charger anymore, which I think they wrapped around with a bit of PR saying, well, it's because... Everyone has like a lightning cable these days, so we don't give you another one because it's wasteful. But really, it's because they want you to buy one another one separate. Mm-hmm. It's like the way they design them. Sometimes you think if they designed them, so after a year or so, you need a new one. I've 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 said this for a while. I feel like your your battery life and everything, like most. I always buy a phone on the two-year contract thing, and then mm. I renew it then. And I do, I do 
actually notice a difference as the two years are coming round. Mm. I feel like that's all they're meant to last for. I mean, don't get me wrong, you could probably keep using it past past that, but I do notice a difference in its performance, its battery life, um, as you approach that time, as if it's like trying to tell you new phone time. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I know. Yeah. It's just they I'm just reading now the digital aid strategy of the commission said the decision to move to require universal charges came after companies failed to find to affix themselves. Oh, so they've like let the market try to do it themselves. But they haven't. You would have like well it, it no. So now they're intervening. And if it gets passed then it'll be they'll be given two years to adapt. So not straight away. Um but so like, if we're not just, in the EU like, anymore, how does, does that affect us, though? It probably won't affect us, but you would have thought if... We need it to, though. Well, if the EU, which is a big, huge market, yeah, need all phones to have the same charger, you would say, think it would probably spill over to other countries. Why aren't we because... in the EU? Don't you just feel left out now? <laughs> Let's not even get into that Let's kind of Let's not get into a now. deep conversation about that, but it's just, oh, just, yeah. But I do think it's something to cut down on all the waste. Like these big corporations will find a different way to make money. You know, that's oh, why yeah. they are these big inventive corporations, isn't it? They they've got the finger on the pulse of everything. You know, take take away the option for them to get people to buy into to new charges and everything all the time. They'll find something else. So how much better is the planet for that short term for us all to use the same charger unless it breaks? I mean, it just makes so much sense, doesn't it? Mm, it's crazy yeah. that we just have this throwaway this this throwaway thing. It's been the same with cars, it's been it's the same with everything, you know, fast fashion, you know, how people just buying ninety nine pence t shirts and going, Oh, it doesn't matter if it gets ruined, I'll just bin it. Mm. You know, whereas when you invest in something, you take care of it. You take care of it because it was your hard-earned cash. It costs a lot of money. So you look after it. And, you know, I I remember, I know we're digressing a bit here, but when I my very first job was in Edinburgh. I lived up in Edinburgh for a year or so. And um, I don't know if, are the Jaeger, the Jaeger group still around? Jaeger? Jaeger. I don't know if they're still around. I don't know. Um but anyway, they were a really high end store at the time, high end brand. And when I got my first paycheck, I went and bought myself this most amazing camel winter coat. Really smart, really classy, something that I'd always wanted. And I remember at the time, so we're going back to the early the late eighties the late 80s and mm. the mid to late the mid to, to late 80s can't remember the actual time but it was definitely in the 80s bought this amazing coat and at the time it was 199 pounds and this i bought it i bought it with one of my very early paychecks and boy did i look after that coat it looked amazing on me i felt like a million dollars each winter it was the classic camel coat that you know you could style up for the winter dress up and dress down and I, I must have had it for at least 10 years and I think 
I actually passed it on to somebody after that for them to get the wear out of it and mm. to use it. Um, and it was only because I probably just got sick of seeing myself in it. There was nothing at all wrong with it. Um, and again, I did that with one of my very, very first handbags I bought again with another very early paycheck up in Jenner's, the big famous, um, store up there, like the, like the Harrods of, of Scotland, isn't it? Mm. I've been in there actually. Yeah. I bought my very first designer bag in there. And that again at the time was probably a couple of hundred pounds and, I gave that to your grandma, who then passed it on to my auntie, her sister. It's still mm-hmm. doing the rounds. Do you know what I mean? So it's all about, like, you know, if you if you buy well, the longevity of things, it makes sense, doesn't it? Of course, it does. Yeah, it does. It's it's a shame when we when it's all fast fashion, but that's the system we built. To be honest. Oh, I know. And that's the platform. Instagram totally buys into that, doesn't it? With People, you know, I often laugh. People who say there's sustainable fashion, sustainable dresses. And I think, think, geez, you've got a lot of clothes then in that case. Hmm. Because they're not really. Or they buy them and just sell them. Or they use them for an Instagram post and send them back. Well, yeah, potentially, Yeah. yeah. There is a lot of that. Do you remember when ASOS were going through a lot of that for a time? It seemed. And well, especially planner, it's like you don't need, you don't even have to pay for it, really, do you? You just throw it. Throw I mean, that makes it. a lot of sense for me. You know, when you when you're a mid sized gal like me, sort of in between two sizes, and you, I must admit, it's less and less now. When I buy something from from say ASOS or H and M, I've got to really understand what fits me from there now and what won't. So mm-hmm. it is less and less of doing that, but it does help for things like that so that you can send them back without having to, you know, because sometimes obviously I've worked in this space as well and I know how long refunds can take to get back to you. Yeah. Um, and for some people, you know, managing their cash flow like that, their personal cash flow is imperative to paying the bills, isn't it? So there's pluses and minuses of all of that. We've talked about Klarna and those type of things before, haven't we? So. So yes. Cool. Next up. Right, it's on to your topics. Okay, so hundred year old fashion icons collaborated yeah, H&M. <coughs> Iris Apfel. I, I remember I I don't know whether we've had a conversation about her or we've mentioned her on the podcast before, but you said you didn't know who she was, and then you looked up her I said search or Google, and then you're like, ah, oh, right, right, because there must be a million memes. I, she's she's iconic yeah, because her glasses. Yeah, she's iconic yeah. because of the way that she looks, and there's prints you can buy prints of her. You know, there's memes of her. She's a person that people aspire to, and actually, just recently, last last month or maybe the month before, she actually celebrated her 100th birthday. Um, I think she's brought out a, uh, she's collaborated with a spectacle brand over in the states, and she's brought out. You know, you too can wear those jazzy specs like her. And she's just amazing. Um, and, the, you know, like the second, I guess, the second half of her life, all of the things that she's managed to do, it's very insp- inspirational. And as you know, I am a massive pro-aging fan. You know, when you're in your 20s like you, aging doesn't mean anything to you. Although the way you go on about your skin and your wrinkles sometimes, I'm not so sure. Um 
But, you know, when you're your age... I wouldn't age, say I'm in that young age that where I'm, I don't care about aging anymore. Once you're 25, apparently you start dying. You do. You start you start dying the minute you're born, Declan. I know, but it's something like 25, your body isn't... It, it, that's, that's the moment it's downhill from there. Is that peak performance and then you, it's gone? Yeah, apparently. I'm not sure so, I've heard that one. I'm not that's sure I've how heard I that felt one. at being peak. I'll dread to think what I'll feel like when I'm 16. So. You know, it's amazing, isn't it? It's, it's, I always say to your dad, you know, if you, if, if, you, if you can keep your brain healthy, if your brain remains active and healthy and can still do all the stuff that it's able to do, you know, science can take care of quite a lot of the other things, can't it? Like good old Iris there, you know, she's obviously not running marathons or anything, but she's still obviously very savvy, very sharp, witty, um, you know, and hundred and doing all of this and it just makes you think oh my god if i if i by any chance live to that ripe old age please let me be an iris because that's what mm. i want and anyway h&m i love it when they do these collaborations can never afford anything by the way because the collaborations are usually crazy prices you know you'll you'll see like a a pair of earrings like 59.99 <laughs> you're just like wow the earrings 60 quid for the earrings um but when this comes out, I think it's ready. I think it's going to launch in January 2022. Um, so I'm really excited to see what it looks like, see if I can afford anything, see if I would actually buy anything, because it, it would be a great to have a piece of um, fashion history like that, as I believe these pieces will be. So go Iris, that's what I say. Right. And how does that relate to digital techie things? <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't no, really. It doesn't really. And, and, and I know, like, lots of our conversations don't really. Yeah. They're just, you know, popular culture, as you like to say. We do right. like to, to have a nod at popular culture. And Iris is definitely part of popular culture now. Hmm. I'm just, um, it's funny because we're on about digital tech. I've just seen an article there that, but I, I won't, I won't bring that up now. Um, just pop up on the computer. Are you why saving tech... it for next next Maybe. episode? Why why tech billionaires want to leave humanity behind? Oh, they've had enough of us plebs, have they? Well, they're all off to space, aren't they? That's what I'm saying. They've had enough of us plebs. They're going off to. It's not that the they've elitist. had enough. It's because they've they've effed up this planet, so they're off to do it to another one. Yeah, exactly. They've had enough mm. of us. They're going to be elitist on Mars or something. Yeah. 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 Okay, off your trot then. <laughs> um, what else was I going to say? Right, so before we get to your business highlights section, we wanted to, well... Oh, I, I haven't realize... spoken about Clive, my No, that's what said. I'm saying, that's what okay. I'm saying. I said I didn't want, I didn't know about him until I read it, the article. But yeah. turns out I probably want to pay homage to him because... Homage. We wouldn't. You know, the world wouldn't exist. So who was he, Mum? I thought you were saying you, you wouldn't exist without the homage to me, having been his namesake. Well, I'm not called Clive, obviously. Sinclair. Sinclair. <laughs> He's not related. Sinclair, obviously, is my maiden name. Mum, I don't care about that. Who is he? Sir Clive wasn't, wasn't related to me in any way. He was the daddy of one of the very first desktop. Daddy. The daddy. The, the father. Daddy. Well, whatever. The you father. don't say that. The daddy. Can't you say the daddy? <laughs> no. Does it that sound like so... he's just... 
That means something completely different these days, Mum. Oh, enlighten me. No, absolutely not. Is that something you can say on a podcast? I mean, I would, but I'm not going to. The daddy of computers. What, is it something to do with being a sugar daddy or something? No, Mum. Oh, okay. You will have to enlighten me then, because I don't know. Maybe not do it now then. Although I'd like you to make me laugh, please. (laughs) What am I, like a chimp or something? (laughs) I haven't had a belly laugh for a while. I'd like you to make me laugh, please. (laughs) Um, Can you say who he is, please? Okay, so he's the father, yeah, of home computing, basically. Right. So, and he's just died recently and everybody, back in the day, everybody used to laugh at him as well because aside from being the father of the home computer, uh, home computing systems, he also used to come up with some pretty wacky inventions now. And on this article that we're going to link from The Guardian, you can see there him sat on his C5. Have you any idea what a C5 was, Declan? I think yeah. it was called the C5. Anyway, it yeah, was some well, sort of an little, electric little, vehicle. Yeah, it was some sort of uh it was you know, some sort of personal electric vehicle. Never really took off. Wonder if they would take off now. Actually they need to hover, don't they? Then they would take off. If, <laughs> Are if you anybody... talking to me, yeah. And yeah, <laughs> I always love when you do that. Like, oh I forgot to say, obviously with me me Lord of the Rings rewatch, by the way. I was laughing at it quite a lot because of Gollum. Because you're in it. No, because we are, me and Mum have this like joke when we say we when we're just referring to ourselves. <laughs> yeah. We say we're like Gollum. And we are like Gollum, but no, it was. Well, you know, you do you remember like those? We. Did you remember those scenes where he um like talks to himself in the in the in the like a a puddle and he'd be like, yes, no, yes. yes. <laughs> that's what it me of. And that's that's <laughs> us when we're talking, isn't it? <laughs> Apparently, yeah. which you had to yeah. be there. Yeah, anybody clearly. listening think, oh yeah, okay, clearly you had to be there. Um, <laughs> but anyway, Sir Clive died. He passed away at the age, grand old age of eighty-one. Which actually, I would have thought, if somebody had asked me how old he was, I would have thought he was about a hundred as well, because it seemed mm. like he was around forever. And, and eighty-one's not that old these days, really, is it? Um, it's for a man. Oh, is it? I would say. And women yeah. last a bit longer, do they? Yeah, because you don't do anything all your life. No, women last a bit longer because they're the workers. That's right. what keeps you going. That's what keeps oh, you I going. Oh, I thought because you just sat on your ass and you didn't. No, do that women are the workers. The the workers of the beehive. That's what keeps them going. Doesn't the right. queen die off? When the queen dies, they all go. She doesn't do anything, does she? Anyway. Yeah, let's have lots of examples of the natural I'm world. I'm obviously too. joking, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would like to think so. I've brought you up better than that, Declan. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Sir Clive, he's died. But what, what I'd commented on a couple of um, LinkedIn posts because people were talking about it last week, and it brought back such memories for me. And it's weird, isn't it, how it, in some ways you think, oh, it's come quite full circle. So when I was 16... I had a Saturday job in WH Smith's in the shopping centre in Middlesbrough. And um, we mm-hmm. at the time, uh, I was um, brought on as a Saturday Saturday girl to work on a, on a, a new and exciting project that was going to be called, that was called, not was going to be, but was called the SB, SPD, the Special Products Department. And 
It was set up to sell techie products of the day. Okay. That was hard to get out. I know, I couldn't get it out. I felt like, what's happened to my teeth there? So anyway, techie products of the day, one of which was the range of computers by Sir Clive. And obviously, again, having my surname and all that connection and whatever. And it just gave me a massive throwback to the time. How much how much that people wanted one of those computers. It was, I don't know whether I've ever told you about this. I used to go to work on a Saturday morning and as I used to duck down under the shutters to get into the store before it opened, the queue, you know, like you see queues now for like Kanye West trainers or I don't know, whatever. You know, you see those Mm -hmm. crazy queues for things. That's what the queues were like outside WH Smith for the ZX Spectrum or the ZX81, or whatever it was, the different versions that came out. It used to be crazy. The queue used to be weaving its way around the shopping centre because people were coming in either to order and put a deposit down in my little red book that I had to pay the deposits because they wanted one of the next batch, or they were coming to collect their new computer. It used to be amazing. And the funniest thing was, was I had to know the ins and outs of these things to be able to showcase them to to the customers who were wanting to buy one. I was like, how have I come full circle from that to this? And along the way, done so many other different things. And yet that's how I started out. It wasn't, wasn't my proper job, as you say, but it was my Saturday job whilst I was at college. And that I sold those on the special products department. And the other things that I had to know about were cameras. I mean, like, I can't can't work anything now, can I? Anything that's outside of my comfort zone that's new. I'm like, kids, kids, how does this work? Um, I guess now it would be it would be selling phones, wouldn't it? If it was if it was a new thing now, it would that's what it would be. But we used to sell ink pens and you know the Schaefers and the Parkers and all that of the of the time fabulous fabulous ink pens and i think that's probably where i honed my writing skills which i've now lost sadly as you constantly remind me but yeah it was just a massive throwback for me that that the way that people went crazy over his computers like everybody wanted one of those in the homes because it was the next big thing and just how far we've come since then and what an amazing guy he was so yeah sadly sadly gone but leaving an amazing, long-lasting legacy behind. Oh, well, it's good that we recognised him on this, which I think I've just sounded really insincere, but I didn't mean to. You did to. sound really insincere. Oh, uh, wasn't it nice yeah, that we yeah, recognised okay. him? Yeah, okay, next. No, <laughs> that's no, what it, no. That's what it well, sounded I, like. I get conscious of time as well. I, but just quickly, I was in a WH Smith last yesterday evening, and yeah, it was getting on for six o'clock, so it was fairly quiet. But I walked in and I thought, how are these shops still a thing? I don't know. I don't they know. Must they must make are. loads of money at the airport ones and the... Um, Keeps them open. The, so like, road services to keep them open. Because the shop, it looked like... You know, like when a shop takes away a load of aisles as well? It looked And it looked so drab and depressing and... But the only place I could think I could get plastic wallets from. So that's what I did. What did you need those for? I just wanted some for me. Organising things. Oh, you're organising. You like to organise, don't you? That's for work. But... I could have I could have given you a ton here that I never oh, used. Oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. I could have I'm brought them tomorrow. Like... Oh, how exciting. Here's your plastic wallets. <laughs> Here's your plastic um, wallets. 
There were only He's two. He's a plastic bullet, son. But anyway, let's move on because I do in this, as I said on this new series, I am wanting to keep under an hour. So you've got five minutes. It's your yes, well, turn. It's your turn for the business. Obviously, section, you so. obviously you have picked this new section where we, I guess, are we bigging up a business that we like? Whether it's for that you like, whether they um, do something like socially that's good or yeah if well i'm going to talk or, about or if, or if they're really if they're really good at digital or, or yeah. whatever yeah well i'm going to talk about inclusivity today because um when you were when you mentioned on linkedin earlier in the week and you posted something about the type of things that we're talking on this season this latest season of the podcast and you you talked about the last company that you'd highlighted which was airbnb um mm. and and one of your followers said, oh, a company that I like is Snag. And I was like, Snag? Tights? Yeah, I really like Snag. I've never actually bought anything from them because I can't remember the last time I bought a pair of tights. Um, but I, I follow them on Instagram and I've seen other people really rave about them and the types of things that they do. doing. So let me tell you this about tights. Trying to get a pair that fits is horrendous. Yeah. Tights are one of those things that like, most women wear, but, you know, the fit of them is terrible. And so if you aren't, what should, how can I put this? If you're not the standard size that society thinks you are, should be, yeah, finding a pair of tights to fit you is an absolute no-go. Um, and that's if you're small and if you're larger, yeah. If, if, you, if you fit into those standardized sizes of your 10s, 12s, 14s, 16s, then maybe your tights might fit as a push. If you're long-waisted or short-waisted or tall or tiny, tights are just a minefield. Honestly, they're terrible. If you if you find a brand that fits you as a woman or anybody else who wants to wear tights for that matter, you, you, you're like, oh my God, I need to buy. I need to buy more because these really fit. Yeah. And that that's, it seems like one of those things where there are few and far be between so when you find something you buy a lot of it so snag as a company of of niched down into that market and basically they're a brand that makes clothes actually makes clothes now have started to make clothes but launched onto the scene making tights for everybody and when i say tights for everybody it was that they they believe that tights should fit everyone and so they have a range of tights that fit Unbelievably, can you can you get this from size four to thirty six? Size wow. four to thirty six, and when you think your average shop sizes are at eight to eighteen, or maybe twenty if you're lucky, what are you laughing at? No, I was just the thing that came to me head when I heard size thirty six. Thirty six. Somebody size 36 might be our biggest fan for all we know, Declan. Well, there might be, but I've never, uh, I didn't think so. That don't existed. go, don't go 36. <laughs> well, mum, that must be that must be huge. Well, it is, but you know, regardless of your size, you might want to be able to wear tights to not only look fashionable but to keep warm as well. Yeah, yeah. 
And so as a business, what I really like them is that they're a fair employer as well. They pay everybody the living wage, which I, I really like to see more and more. I've actually said that I think we should apply for the living wage pledge as well, because I, I feel like it's something that I think we should talk about, because obviously we pay a living wage to ourselves and to anybody that we get to work on projects with us. Um, we're a big massive advocate of that as well aren't we and so they've really built up a, a community um they state that everything that they do is carbon neutral um they use re recycled water in the dyeing process they only use single use plastic free products when they can in in the in the process um they've, they've got a big massive sustainability and environmental policy on their website that they share um, and I just feel like they're doing lots of things right. They're making things affordable. They're making things available to, you know, to a community. Like, I mean, and as you know, tights for drag queens. Like, can you imagine those guys? Some of, you know, the problems they'd have getting tights to fit them. They're not going to have a problem here going to snag, are they? So no. I just, I just really like their ethos. And I think that they're doing some great things. I've seen somebody that I follow on Instagram who works with them. And, um, you know, she's a plus size lady and she shouts from the rooftops about what a great company Snag is. And as I said, they've also branched out now into clothing because um, they've had, you know, they've had such a good up uptake on the tight side of the business that as you would, you would try and branch out. Um, and they're always testing things. And what they do is they actually get real people to test their products, which I think is a massive plus as well, isn't it? Mm -hmm. You know, instead of on these skins, Skin stick, thin stick models. Skin um, stick. Skin stick. They actually test them on their customers. You know, they give them to their customers, to their community to, to try out. So it's a massive big up to me for a for a, a, a company like them. And it was, as I say, it was from, from one of your followers, Snag. And I was like, oh, my God, yes, I do know Snag. I followed them for ages on, on Instagram. Um, so, yeah, I think I think they're doing great things. And definitely want to watch oh well that was concise well, thank you but you told me to keep concise i no, always like doing no. as i'm told yeah no it sounds sounds good sounds good um just i'm a bit bewildered by 36 but no well, that's still in it. your mind is it i get it they're inclusive they're fair they're you know do they do digital well would you say yeah, I think they're doing a great job digital. I think they're doing a great job using influencers and real life customers to promote their products. Um, their website works great. Um, yeah, there's lots and lots of information on their website. The only thing I would say is on some of the product sections, I'm forever scrolling, which I don't I don't like on product pages. I feel like the products are never going to end, which is great to know that there's lots of products. But I'm like, I would I would prefer a breaking point. So that I know there's actually more. Not when am I going to get? When am I actually going to get to the end of them and not realise that I'm at the end? You know that sort of. Have mm. you done that on a website? It just keeps going and going. Just keeps and, yeah. going and going. You think how long have I got? I just wanted to mm. jump on it to see what they had, but it's just keeping going. I'm, I'm not a massive fan of that. But other than that, I absolutely can't fault them. I think they're doing, you know, and what a niche to get into. Tights. Who would have ever thought of that? But it's it's proved and proving to be, you know a really good market for them and that they're being able to speak and be heard by the people that need them. 
Cool. Well, thank you. And with that, we'll wrap up then, shall we? We're wrapping up. It yeah. is good if you can te- you know, if you can count the clock down instead of just, I guess, us what we've done in the past is just like waffle for ages. It's good to have the yeah. clock. I think we should actually have a physical clock counting down so that we well, there is a, even you less. can see how long it's been going if you look down on the window. Oh, you can, yeah. Forget about yeah. that. It's not big enough for me. Can I have a great big one, please? <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of It's in the Jeans podcast. You can follow us both on Twitter. I'm at Declan Williams underscore. And I'm at Before End It. We are at it, It's in the Jeans pod on Instagram and on Twitter we're at In the Jeans pod. Um, you can follow our business at the Digital Gene across socials. Please like, share, and write a review for this podcast and use the hashtag It's in the Jeans pod out on social. All right, I've enjoyed that chat today, Dex. I should do that bond. I'm off to go see Bond. Oh, do you remember? Do you remember when Patrick, your brother, my yeah, brother, your brother yeah. did that at primary school? If Patrick was in an assembly, oh, he'll kill us for bringing this up. But Bring he was in an assembly so and he went the names. Was it Williams? Patrick Williams? Like this? I don't. I don't so know funny. whether he said Patrick Bond. Even did he? Oh, uh, was, and he had wasn't his he hair dressed all, in a li- like, he was, Yeah, yeah, he was dressed in a little tuxedo, wasn't he? And and then he did yeah. that. Names Patrick. So that's our that's our editor, everyone that we're on. <laughs> yes, he edits he edits this, so as right. he listens to this he'll be going, What the <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Alright, cheers you tomorrow, guys. Bye. 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 Bye everyone. Bye. Bye.